I'm Mitch, and joining me as always is Luke. Yay, what's up? So welcome back to this week's What Up Wembley podcast. What week is it? Five. Five or six? Five? No, it's five. Five, okay, yeah. So, um... Well, unless you're one of those people who listen to the podcast on a Monday morning. In that case, it'd be a... Week six. Yeah, week six. Yeah. And it started things off, as always, is the wrap-in. Yeah. So take it away, Luke. Uh, today on this wrap-in, we have interesting stuff, as always. So, it's been a busy week, let alone the fact that it's basically been four days, three for some, me and Mitchell and a lot of other people that we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And on Wednesday, the year threes went on the excursions to the, uh... Carers? Carers? C-E-R-E-R. C-R-E-S. Which is a sustainability centre, urban, urban farm, farm in Brunswick. Brunswick. Mm, that's nice. Jinx, even though we Yeah. Also on Wednesday was the SSV basketball for the upper school. Which is like the hoop time to the next round. Yeah. <laughs> and on <coughs> Thursday was the SSV Hot Shots <laughs> tennis competition for grade 5-6. The year one movie night. And finally, the final... Parent information session for the year about the learning cycle and all the things about reports and mark books. So like, I thought I said bookmarks for a second. Mark books. On Friday, today, when this is, mm? the grade fives also have a virtual reality anti-bullying engagement. Oh, that's this Friday? Yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder what's that going to be, Ant. Virtual reality seems... Like, imagine... Just imagine that. Like, you put on, like, a goal and it just, Maybe like, it's actually it's not... Just, like, and then it just comes up with, like, a random thing. It could be, like, wink murder. Like, it comes up, like, you are the bully. Or, like, you are an innocent. You are know. the sheriff. I don't know. And sheriff. Then, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. You are the uh, teacher. And then, like, everyone knows who the teacher is. And then the bully has to, like, try to, like... Oh, oh, oh. Well, I wouldn't get your expectations too high, Luke. Yeah. I'm just yeah, saying. That, that is and dumb. as mentioned last week, it is um, Remembrance Day on Saturday. And mm. we are... Uh, so we... <laughs> We're calling a special assembly on Friday afternoon. At three. So, like, for assembly, yeah, doing a minute silence, I think. Mm. Yeah. And um, coming up next is the uh, weekly sports report. Yay! Sports yeah, report! Coming up. Sports report! Jazzy in the background. Hello. And, yeah. and we're going to be talking about what's been happening this week at Wembley. So, Eleni, what's been happening this week at Wembley sports-wise? Well, on Wednesday, um, basketball went for SSV for five sixes, and we've got Jazzy here just to talk a little about it. Let's just like a little, just just a little. All right, so basically SS, SSV stands for State School of Victoria, and it goes across uh, two different divisions. Um, the girls' team, the Fighting girls' team, we won four games and we lost one. Um, we made it to the semis. Um, we came third all up, and the boys, I'm pretty sure they came third or fourth. But um, we were in the semis and we lost, like, by a bunch of points. But then the team that made like don't know exactly what bunch. Yeah, I don't know the names. Yeah, um. So the team that came second, we actually 
better than so in that wise it wasn't really fair but yeah that's Jazzy Jackson playing I'm going now what else has been happening at Wembley well on Thursday which yeah Hot Trips are competing in regionals and my friend Lucy is gonna be there and Kalani is gonna be there right Mm-hmm. yep we don't have much information about that though What's been happening training sessions wise? Well, her time have been training only five six. They're training on Friday, so that that's the only training that we've heard that's going to happen, right? Okay. So Gemma, what's happening competitions wise? Okay. Well, hoop time. They've got a competition for five six sport on Wednesday and Friday. What about lacrosse? Um, lacrosse is on Friday and they're competing for regionals and actually I'm in lacrosse so I so I'm going to compete at Altona. Cool. Well, anything else you can tell us about lacrosse? Um, well we're going we're going on Friday, as I already said, and we are competing against I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure, but I know we're competing at Altona North in Paisley Street and it's going to be a really fun day. So, have you got any special mentions or shout-outs for, um, for the grades? Um, yeah, I guess my shout-out this week would have to be to the grade 3s and 4s. Um, all of the classes have been doing a really great job in PE um, effort-wise, so their scores are definitely reflecting that in the specialist points. So, they've been doing a really good job. Um, overall in the school. So the grade three fours, that's my shout out this week. Um, what have all the year levels been doing? All the year levels, wow, that's a lot. Um, the grade fives and sixes, they've been doing um, volleyball. Yep. Um, and also they've just finished some, um, some health homework that they're just finishing off this week. Um, the grade three fours, um, they're also moving into volleyball this week, so but they're going to be playing a modified version, which is called Newcomb, um, where they can actually catch the ball. Is that like um, Stars? It's a bit like Volley Stars. Yeah, you're right. It is like Volley Stars. So they're going to be doing that um, this week and next week. Um, the Grade 1 twos, um, we were actually outside today kicking uh, the footballs around the oval. So they've been practicing their drop punt um, and having a go at that. And then the grade preps, they're actually um, into some minor games where they're actually using a lot of the fundamental mo movement skills that we've been practicing over the year. They're using those in games. So uh, we're doing some throwing games, some catching games, um, some tagging games, um, and the preps are going to be doing that for the next three weeks. Okay, thank you. Okay, is there any individual competitors or coaches or people that need a mention, perhaps they've competed outside of school well, or they've coached. Well, Mr. G said that work Giddy for coaching and Adam Barry for SS, well, both of them for SSV, and Mr. Lederback and Janine for Hot Shots. Um, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you stay tuned for next week's Fair Play. Bye. Bye. Well, I think this is coming from me and Mitchell. I think we both hope that both the... Vi VSS SSV SSV yeah. both of the basketball and the hot shots make it into the yeah. next round. Yes, we do. We've got some very talented athletic people mm. inside of Wembley Primary. Yes. Mm. And so come up next 
Speaking of people... And speaking of athletics, which relates to mainly the up, but no, wait, no. No, we've got a lot of athletics people in grade six, and speaking of grade six, they've been doing their memoirs, and here we have two year six memoirs. About, like, their experience at Wembley. Yeah. school year which for most of us means hey we get to move up yeah, a level yeah but yeah. for our grade sixes it means they are completely out of primary school mm. they're not coming back they're going to their own high school, school. Mm. so at the end of year sixes at the end of the year year sixes we began to make scrapbooks and write memoirs about yeah. the time at Wembley primary school mm. traditionally these memoirs are read out at Monday morning assemblies and published in the newsletter but this year we're going to add another avenue for their piece to be heard. The, the podcast. podcast. Oh, that's cool. You get, so, uh, yeah. yeah. So you get to hear them on the podcast. Mm. So the first, the next podcasts yeah. are all going to have memoirs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our first two volunteers to share their memoirs are Ella Perkis and Shay Seville from 6B. Sorry, sorry if you said your name wrong. If you said yeah. Name yeah. Name sorry, wrong. sorry if we said your name wrong. Yeah. Um, take it away. Hi, I'm Ella from 6B and this is my end of year memoir called The Witch in 2A. My class and I were sitting cross-legged on the floor. Our year two teacher, Miss Shinoi, was sitting on her big black teacher chair. Today, we're going to start a new class book, The Witches, she said, showing us the colourful front cover. My best friend Abby and I looked at each other with happiness. We were obsessed with creepy, scary movies and books. Miss Shinoi opened the book and began to read. Abby and I leaned forward, catching on to Miss Shinoi's every word. This book was amazing. Abby tapped my shoulder. I looked around, slightly irritated. What? I hissed. I just realised something. Meet me at the big kids in recess. She whispered back. Fine, I said, and looked back to my teacher. Abby brought me over to the bushes. Yes, I asked grumpily. Hear me out with this. I think Miss Shinoi is a witch, she yelled. A few big year sixes stared at us. Quite down, what do you mean? I asked. Well, Miss Shinoi said that in the book, witches have big nostrils. And Abby trailed off. Abby, don't be mean, I said. She also said in the book, the witch could be anyone. She could even be your teacher reading this right now, Abby quoted. Abby, that doesn't mean she's a witch, I said, about to walk off. Suddenly, Miss Shinoi walked up to us, laughing at something someone said. I froze and stared at Abby. Witches laugh, she mouthed to me. I nodded in reply. We need to tell everyone, warn them, I squealed. Let's go, Abby said. We ran around the corner, informing all the people in our class. Half of them believed us, a quarter weren't so sure, another quarter called us dumb. But once the bell went, everyone in 2A cautiously lined up. Miss Shinoi came out. Who wants to read more of the witches? She cried. We all looked at each other, wide-eyed. Those annoying people who didn't believe what we said walked into the classroom. We followed, Abby and I leading the pack. A week later, the rumours spread like wildfire. I was getting scared that we might get in trouble. At the end of the day, we put up our plastic red chairs. Before you guys go, I have a question to ask, Miss Shinoi said. I glanced at Abby, biting the inside of my cheek. Who thinks I'm a witch? Slowly and one by one, everyone put their hand up. Miss Shinoi chuckled. Abby and I bolted out of the room. She's caught us, I said. We're going to die, Abby wailed. The next day, the principal pulled us out of the classroom. I heard that you two have made up a rumour that Miss Shinoi was a witch, she questioned. My palms turned sweaty. It was actually Abby, I blurted out. Abby looked at me, her eyes full of hurt and betrayal. I didn't believe it. I just didn't want her to get sad because I didn't believe it. I thought she was joking. I lied. Abby glared at me. 
Thank you, Ella. You can go, she smiled warmly. I left Abby and walked back inside, filled with guilt. Who knows the trouble she was going to get into. This is my memoir about year four, titled Erin. Dear Erin, two years is a long time. So much has happened, so much has changed. We were two leaves next to each other, blowing in the wind. But then there was a thunderstorm, and you broke off, leaving me to stay behind. We used to run out to those two yellow bars, which were so important to us at the time. Teaching me to flip over it, you would laugh as I failed. I used to marvel at your long hair and was confused as each day you would walk into the class with a million brightly coloured hair ties in it. The first time we met, you turned around to look at me with a weird expression on your face as I was holding the letter key ring you had hanging on your bag. I smiled back at you, but then you turned back to to face the front shyly without saying a word. Looking at you for the first time as you walked into the classroom, Wondering how I could become your friend. From Shay. So that's pretty interesting that um she thought that uh, Miss Shinoya was a witch. Yeah. From the book, The Witches by Roald Dahl. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. That and it was funny. So, of course, funny. we're in year six next year. Yeah. So, um, we have to write memoirs. and uh, Yeah. I'm not assembly. sure who I'm going to write it about. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm writing. To be about. honest, there's no point in thinking about it now because yeah. you're just like, oh, think, 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 even though we've got like another year or something. Mm. Well, so would you choose to read it at assembly? Would you read it at assembly? Yeah, I guess because I'm like top of the school, like you know. Yeah. No one's really gonna judge me that much. Yeah, I'd, I'd read it. I read yeah, it. I'd read it. And on the podcast too, because you can read yeah, it. Yeah, you can read the podcast. Like, if we're presenters next year, be like, okay, now time for me to read. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. It's just like, now take it. It's like, now we have a very, very extremely special guest on, like, this this week's memoir. It's me. Yeah. Going off topic, but... So coming up next is Finola telling us about um, some magazine she's in. So that should be... What she's editing for. Oh, she's editing for the magazine. That's pretty cool. It's coming up now. So, under the fact that there are a lot of kids in Melbourne, mm-hmm. one person from 56A, our class, named Fanola Drysdale has been selected to be an editor for a magazine for kids, written by kids. Edited by kids. Yeah. Yeah. For kids, <laughs> written by kids, edited by kids, made yeah. by kids, produced by kids, edited by kids. <gasps> I only said Supervised by, say- supervised by adults. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called Early Harvest. The magazine and its launch on November 11th is actually featured in this week's newsletter, which mm. is Cool Beans. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I read Wonder recently. If you, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the theme of our of the first edition is crime and murder mysteries. Yes, cool. Sounds really cool. And here she is to tell us all about it. Okay. So hi, I'm Caleb David, and today I am 
interviewing Fanola. And so, Fanola, which grade are you from? Um, five, six, eight. <laughs> okay, so Fanola, you've been invited to for an editor for a kids' magazine called <coughs> So, tell us about the magazine. Um, it's a magazine that's uh, like made by a group of people called 100 Story Building. 100 Story Building does a range of things. It's in Footscray. And um, Early Harvest is one of the things they do. It's a magazine and it's edited by kids and kids send in stories that they make from the theme that is supplied um, about the theme. So is it mainly Non-fiction or fiction? It's mainly fiction. Okay. Did you apply to be an editor or did this happen by chance? Uh, many kids, I think many kids, would apply to be the editor and then a range of kids are chosen. Um, did, do you enjoy editing and if so, what is the hardest thing? I enjoyed editing. The hardest thing is probably because, like, sometimes things are really good, but you always have to give something that's good and bad. And sometimes stories aren't that good, and you have to give something good about it. And, like, it's really hard to think about something good or bad. Um, so, have you written for the magazine as well as edited on it? Yeah, last year I wrote for the magazine. I did a quiz and my quiz was accepted into the magazine. Obviously the editors liked it. How often do you have your, to do your job? Every Saturday for I think it was about 10 weeks. Um, yeah. Um, so for anyone who's listening, who, who thinks they would uh, go with this, how would they go about getting involved? Um, there's, it's in Footscray, it's 100 something Nicholson Street in Footscray, and it's called 100 Story Building, and you can simply go in there, I'm pretty sure, and um, Simon, Jess and Lauren. Um, Lachlan, sorry. Um, they, you can ask them, how can I be an editor? And they'll probably give you the information sources. There's also schools that are usually supplied. I don't think our school would happen because it's not in Footscray. So. <coughs> they just walk in the building and see what they can do? Yeah, maybe. I'm not actually completely sure. <laughs> Well, thank you, Vanola, and congratulations on being becoming an editor for yeah. uh, the kids' magazine Early Harvest. And um, this has been uh, the inter my interview with Vanola. And back to you, Mitch and Luke. It's actually a pretty big job, like editing a magazine, because like you can see, like a mistake, like if it's like two isers or two thats or two thous. Let's be honest. What would get more? What would like get more attention? attention? Yeah, yeah, what Jake. would get more attention? J.K. Rowling's new Harry Potter book making us very yellow, or a magazine edited by kids.
doing a spelling error. A magazine edited by kids, of yeah, course. Yeah, obviously, that would get all over the news. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think it would be really fun to edit that magazine. Just like, oh, we're going to place that there because it looks colourful with the would, rainbows. Would you edit a magazine? By far. Yeah, unless it was a boring magazine, of course. Yes. So coming up next is the year two teachers. And they inter- have a weekly interview. Mm-hmm. With like different teachers, like year five, year one, year two, year three, year six, all of them. So that's coming up next. And when I say next, I mean now. We've had the year fives. We've had the year sixes. I'm relatively sure we had the year fours. Yeah, we did. We had the year threes. I don't know. Anyway, but this week... Have we had the year twos? Oh, wait, we have. In fact, it's about to happen. Right now. And I've got a prediction. They're going to ask about cooking. Ooh. Mm. That's pretty... Do you reckon it now? We will see after the interview. Yes. Because the interview is going to happen now. Right now. Hi, I'm Angelica. And I'm Sigrid. And today we are going to be interviewing the Year 2 teachers. So could you please introduce yourselves for us? Okay, I'm Miss Claiborne. I'm Mrs Kane. I'm Miss Dunn. I'm Miss Brown. And I'm Mr Welsh. Okay, so um, this is all of the Year 2 teachers. The whole... Yes. <laughs> so we're just going to ask a couple of questions about teaching or just random questions. Uh, so yeah. can I start? Yep. Okay, so first of all, one of the questions I wanted to ask was, what's it like being a grade two teacher? What are the kids like? Are they frustrated? Is it really <laughs> easy to teach them? Um, I think overall, um, most of our kids are pretty enthusiastic and I think like they're very uh, eager to learn and yeah, so definitely love teaching grade two, but you know, I've had an experience in grade three and love teaching grade three as well. Um, and I'm sure you guys in grade five and six aren't too scary either, but <laughs> yeah, I think like often like most of them come to school and they're pretty excited to be here. Um, whereas sometimes, you know, when we get a bit older, we feel like we've been here a long time and <laughs> people start to get a bit fed up with being in the same place or something, but yeah, no, it's pretty fun. And they generally appreciate me being a bit of a dork. Um, so that's also nice. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say as well, I think what's really nice about Year 2 students is that they really appreciate their teachers still. Mm. So they, they love coming to school every day and they love learning. Yeah. And they grow so much in that one year as well yeah. because they start so small end of Year 1 and you can really see a massive growth in Year 2. Yeah. And they start to become really independent in Year 2. Mm. You see them yeah. doing a lot more things for themselves. So it's really yeah. nice to see. And by term four, like, they're very excited about going to grade three and you can see that they're ready. They're finally ready to go to grade three. So that's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. I can remember at the start of grade two, I felt like a really, really, really small kid still. Yeah. And then towards the end, it was like, I'm in grade three now. Oh, <laughs> soon I'll be in grade four. And then soon it'll be the end. Yeah, what? Um, <laughs> well, in year one, at the end of year one, I moved to schools. So when I oh, went yeah. into year two, I felt, I was like, oh, I'm such a big girl, in school, <laughs> <in> grade. <laughs> it's a nice experience. Yeah. 
So, um, have you always wanted to be a teacher? Uh, yeah, no, I, I wasn't. I used to work in a business first, um, in marketing, but then I decided that I didn't really enjoy it and I wanted to go and be a teacher, so I went back to university and now I'm a teacher and I love it. I'm the same. I wanted to be a journalist, so I studied to do that at university and then just decided that I wanted to do teaching instead. Yeah, I'm the same. I also worked in a few different areas within business and after I had children, I helped out in their classrooms and I enjoyed it so much that I decided I wanted to do it full-time for myself. And what I was thinking that I was going to be a nurse and that's why I put down that I'd be a nurse at uni and then I changed before I even started nursing and started teaching instead. Um, I wanted to be a primary school teacher in grade five and six. I had an amazing teacher then. Um, but then my mum, who had been a teacher, said, no, teaching's stressful, it's hard work, you know, become an accountant, do something different. And I was nearly going to look at doing law, but then I just had a lot of experiences that kept directing me back towards teaching and that being the thing that I'm passionate about and enjoy. So I got into it and sure enough, yeah, I love it. That's quite nice. <laughs> <coughs> Um, sorry. Uh, what is one of the funniest things that have ever happened in your class? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I can talk about my story. That is hilarious. Earlier this year, our year two um, cohort was learning, a, uh, we were doing a survivor challenge. We were learning about um, different problem solving strategies and things. Um, so we were, I think, building boats and rafts um, to try and save people that were stuck on an island. Um, and Mrs Dyer was kind enough to bring in a whole lot of foam for the kids to build their boats from, but the kids got a little bit excited about the foam and my classroom just ended up covered in white foam <laughs> all over the floor. It looked like there'd been a snowstorm. It really it funny. did. And even months later it was coming out of the heater still, so <laughs> I still find bits of foam floating around. <laughs> Mrs now. Jones was running tours that night. Yeah, lots of people showing all the other teachers. my snow room. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that one's a hard one to stop. So. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you have the occasional things, like funny attempts at spelling words and things, that sometimes people like to write naughty words and things, so that's also amusing. <laughs> um, or just funny stories, yeah. Uh, I had a very persuasive piece on why um, the student's mum should buy them a banana. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, there was, you know a lot in there with that one. But yeah, you just had lots of little bits and pieces. That one's the best story, I think. <laughs> There's a boy in the class and he can smell people's jumpers oh, yeah. to see if it's theirs. Wow. Oh, really? I have a student in my class that does really? that. He picks things up and says, yeah, this belongs to... Oh, it's a clever goodness. skill. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a, a talent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Give it to me! And then they'll smell it and then they'll be like, oh, that's Campbell's. It must yeah. have, like, a heightened sense of smell. It's like, <laughs> like, a, like a doll or something. It's amazing. I always kind of Future wish that I'm not going to lose something because I don't want them to smell this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, have you guys ever been on school camp before? Yeah. yeah. Yes. We had a camp. Oh, yeah, we had a camp earlier this year um, to Queenscliff. So, great twos. Mm. We go there. Um, Cottage by the Sea. So, I've been on that one. That's the only one I've actually ever been on um, as a teacher. Really? Yeah. So we didn't have a grade three on when I was a grade three teacher. Oh, didn't we do like um, Philip Island? Now they do, yeah. yeah. It's so annoying because when we were in grade three, we missed out. 
and then we went to year four, and I was sharing a grade with grade threes, so it was like, what? They get to play full of violence? I'm so jealous. Uh, My brother's in year three, and he gets to go to the very, very end of the year. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for it. It's good camp. Uh, so, do you guys, what's your opinion on being a teacher? Do you love it? Is it okay? Or do you not really like it? <laughs> I love it. It's lots of fun. Um, I really enjoy the light bulb moments that I get to see as well, like when somebody's not been understanding things for a while and then all of a sudden you can see the understanding just light up in their face and it's really exciting to see that. So, yeah, it's yeah. one of my favourite moments. And every day is definitely really different and so it's just really fun to see what's going to happen next week, tomorrow. So you're always in for a shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I love teaching. Yeah, like, like Chris said, I love seeing them like finally starting to understand things and they've just got such great little senses of humour. I just do. find them so funny. They've always just coming out with the weirdest things and the funniest. I, I just I love my kids. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, I like the it's yeah, challenging, like Georgina was saying, that every day is different, no day is the same. Um, and no class is the same. Every year when you get a new class, they're just they're different personalities. Um, I love just getting to know all the kids and you just, you know, you get to see so many, like, little sort of talents and things shining through. And it's really exciting just because, I don't know, you just, you wonder sort of what are they going to grow up to be and you want to do everything you can to support them with doing what, you know, what you guys want to do when you grow up and you're getting jobs and that sort of thing or even beyond jobs, just, you know, having happy lives and finding your passions and that kind of thing. Yeah, I love, um, I love it too. Uh, I think what everyone has said, I agree with. And also just um, the day flies, so you don't even notice that you're working some days because it's, it just goes so fast, you're having so much fun and, you know, watching the kids learn is just really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Miss Tabler once told us that, uh, like, last year she was teaching grade two or something, like you guys, and she then... about it twice Oh, wow. <laughs> and then she went straight up to grade five and she wasn't expecting it and she said that she enjoyed seeing the little kids and how their creative creativity was exploding and then in grade five it was a lot different and she liked seeing the differences yeah Yeah. being able to compare Mm. yeah so have you ever been in a real lockdown or evacuation i haven't (laughs) (laughs) oh Um, oh, we were here for the evacuation, evacuation, weren't we? Last year. I missed out on it last yeah, year. So I was here the day before and did the practice run, but not the actual day itself. Uh, can I ask a random question? Yeah. What's your favourite food? Ooh. Ooh. My kids know, and I always say it is hamburgers. I do like a good hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Um, can it be like a country where food comes from? Because mine would be Japanese. Like, I just love oh, all Japanese delicious. food. I love all the foods. Um, I have no allergies. I eat everything. There's no vegetable that I'm afraid of or anything. Um, I do like a nice pizza, though. I'm going to be on the pizza team. I like chocolate too much. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Kane stole mine because chocolate is my favourite too. I can't help myself. Yeah, so you like Brussels sprouts? Yes, I do too. Oh. If you cook them well, they're nice. No. Um, I do actually really love tomato sauce, and once to prove a point to someone, I ate tomato sauce on ice cream. Oh, 
just to prove that I would eat Ew. tomato sauce on anything. Oh, that's just that's wrong, Mr. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> There's something people didn't know about me. So, um, do you guys have any pets? No. At my family's house, we've got a little cat called Schnitz, but unfortunately don't have one over this side of town. I grew up on a farm and we had 20 cats on the farm, um, so lots of animals and then horses and dogs and sheep and all sorts of other things, but now I yeah, only have plants, so they're my only thing that I look after. <laughs> I don't have any. We're, we're not home a lot. Like, as a family, we're either at school or then after school we're out at all different sports and activities, so... It would be a bit unfair, I think, to leave the pet, pet at home all day. So mm. we'd like to, but not now. Um, what's sorry? <laughs> you jumped one point. Um, <laughs> what's your favourite sport? To play or to watch? Um, yeah, both. Okay. I always liked to play netball. I, I played. When I was young, I used to play in three different teams all at once, and now I team manage a team instead. Yeah. I'm going to piggyback. I also play netball, so I play every Tuesday night, and with some of the other teachers, like Miss Mason, Miss McClue, and Miss Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she was our grade three teacher. We did not know that. I guess mine's not really a sport, but I do like going for walks and hikes, that kind of thing. That's probably more of my cup of tea Exercise-wise, yeah. Um, I don't really watch a lot of sport, but I really enjoyed watching the women's AFL when that was happening. And like Georgina, I kind of do my own independent activities like running and walking. I'm not really a part of a team <laughs> sports. <laughs> yeah, I go to gym and I run. Um, but I like watching tennis and I like watching the footy. Um, at teacher games, I found that I didn't mind bubble soccer so some of the teachers who played bubble soccer where you wear a big inflatable bubble and you're trying to push a ball around um, a mini soccer field kind of thing um, and I was really reluctant to do it at first but then Mr. Gravett kind of forced me to do it and then I found I really liked it so I'm glad that did so it worked out well. I went to all of the um, women's NFL games. Oh, did you? Mm. Good, good, my bad. I race. Oh, well, this interview is quite long, so we should probably <laughs> stop it here. <laughs> well, thank you for letting us interview you, and I hope you have a great day. Oh, thanks thank for being you. such a great interviewer. Yeah, you're great. Very talented. It's always nice to hear about the um, teachers at Wembley, but it was nice to hear from the Year 2 teachers and their comments of teaching and all, all, their, all, all their personal... Yeah, all the little, little snippets of their life. Yeah. Talking about snippets of their life, next we have Eden Horrors about his triathlon he did on the yeah. long weekend. Or... So most people did, in fact, have a long weekend, but for Eden, it was for another reason. Where are you from? I'm in year 5-6A. Okay, so you took an extended break over the weekend as you went to Noosa to participate in the Noosa Triathlon? Yes, I did. So tell us about the event. What did you compete in? I competed in the Super Kids, which is a triathlon for kids. 
So how did you go? Um, it wasn't like a competition, but I my uncle timed it and I got 21 minutes and 51 seconds. And the distances were 200 meter swim, 5K ride and 900 meter run. So how did you, how did you go, who did you go with? Did you compete as well? Did they compete as well? Uh, yeah, I com- my dad competed and my dad's brother competed and his friends competed in the adults triathlon, which was the day after mine. What a fairly sporty family. Yeah. So um, what was the hardest part? Uh, the hardest part probably would have been the run after coming off the swim and the ride straight away. Okay, did you meet any interesting athletes up there? Uh, I don't think so. No? But my uncle met like a former Olympian swimmer. Um, do you think this is something you'll do again? Yes, for sure. Okay. So tell us about your event um, and what did you compete in? So there wasn't really a competition it was more like do your best and um there, there was age group age groups but it wasn't like you came first you came second you came third and well you you came last it was just do your best and yeah so it's more of a fun-based activity yeah that you can do yeah. okay um thank you eden and back to you mitch and luke Thank you for that, Kate. You know what? Um, interviewers should do that all the time. Yeah, I know. They should go like, and back to you, Mitch and Luke. Yeah, Caleb's like it was good because he. Yeah, that was that, that was really good, Caleb. Yeah, you, you did good. Fist so palm. fist bomb. Mm. Such a good fist bomb. So, um, <clears throat> would you do a triathlon, Luke? I wouldn't mind doing it, actually. Yeah. I probably wouldn't because yeah. I'm not a very good bike rider. Well, I I I'm not a great one either, but mm. you know you you know your brother Wilson. I mean... Yes, I do. Yes, yes. I do not know who is he. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. Wilson Hegarty. Yes. We've been riding our bikes to do mm. a lot like, yeah. on the street. It's like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes. so my bicycle game is up. Mm. I haven't done swimming in a while, though. And I'm a pretty good runner. Would you do it, Mitch? I probably wouldn't do it. If I was, like, asked, like, hey, Mitch, you want to do a triathlon, <laughs> triathlon with you? I'd be like... What would you do if you said your friend Luke is going and after you can get a Slurpee? I still, I would still be like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, coming up next is Remembrance Day and about the Year 6 poetry mm-hmm. about Remembrance Day, which is coming up now. It is Remembrance Day on the on Saturday, the eleventh of the eleventh, and we have a few students from Wembley who have written some pieces of poetry in honor of all our service men and women. Yeah, that is right. And we have a piece. We have re- pieces read by Ella Perkis from six B, Phoenix Sterrett from six C, and Cooper Hibbard from three A. Great. Grade three, and sorry if I said your names wrong because no, a great yeah, name, Rena. yeah. So um, here are the poems. Hi, I'm Ella from Six B, and this is my Remembrance Day poem. Lest we forget soldiers treading in the murky brown water, 
Hearts racing, armed with loaded guns, no sign of the enemy, no sign of anyone. Goosebumps prickling on their cold skin, lest we forget the deafening blast of bullets splitting the air as those soldiers dive to the ground, holding their guns to their chest, squeezing their eyes shut. Lest we forget their fear, and lest we forget their bravery, how they stood back up, took a deep breath, and fought for us. Lest we forget poppies growing around their fellow soldiers, around their fallen friends. Lest we forget the lives changed forever and the lives lost, so that we can live in peace. Lest we forget. Daisy's Field. The field of daisies grow as every friend falls. We all have to fall sometime. They do it for us. Now stars have to shine. The Anzacs run out, knowing they probably won't make it back home. But still knowing they're doing it for their home. As another daisy appears. The fear of daisy grows. We never give in. It's in our guts. We never give up. We pay them with respect. We shall we give more. Yes, of course. We're back lovely on that downside little shore. Little thing, big difference. The Turkish may think, what a bore. But what it means to us is nothing of that kind. As another daisy falls. Outnumbered but proud. Like Ubi Hippard. Hi, I'm Phoenix from 6C and this is my Remembrance Day poem. Peace. The definition of peace. Peace is a stress-free state of security and calmness that comes when there is no fighting or war. Everything is coexisting in perfect harmony and freedom. But it's more than that. It's a feeling. It's safety. It's the eye of the storm. Even if there's dark and fear rushing around you, you feel safe. It's the calm after the storm, knowing the worst is over. It's the still water with not even a ripple of concern to break the surface. This is what our soldiers fought for so long ago. The feeling of peace for not just them, but for us. They gave up their feeling of peace. They fought and made the sacrifice. Some came home, some did not. But they fought for our peace and freedom. And they won. They won. We are safe because of their sacrifice. They gave us our feeling of peace, lest we forget. Those poems are actually really good. The selection yeah. of word that like went with the way it said. Powerful just, words. Yeah, powerful. Like, you know, yeah, it, 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 they did do like piecing together like a jigsaw. Like they're yeah. all parts of the jigsaw. Poetry's like a jigsaw puzzle. Mm. You just need to get that right. So coming up next is some public service announcements and PSAs, which is coming up right now. No, it's now. No. So as you will hear on Friday's assembly. We would like to thank Colin Thickens, our crossing supervisor. Incredibly, he has been keeping our student crossing safe for 21, 21 years. years. That is a long time. Mate. He's been keeping our students safe from not getting run over by cars. So, Mate. Yeah. He's been Have a classroom. crossing guard longer than I've been alive. Like Lot nearly longer. double. Yeah. Nearly double the amount I've mm, been alive. That's good. That's a long time. And so, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the teachers were beginning the prep interviews, which sounded more scary than they are. I remember my prep interview. Well, I remember sitting down and Miss Day saying, can you count by twos? And I just said, no. 
But next week, the actual transition process will begin. <laughs> I mean that in a bad way. On Tuesday, the preps for 2018 begin their first transition day at 9 a.m. On Tuesday. Also, don't forget your hats. No hat equals no play. You know what I've noticed, Mitch? Yeah. I've got so many hats in my bag. Like, I've got... I don't know how they just turned up all of a sudden, yeah. but I've got, like, five hats. Yeah. And I literally feel like every single lunch... Everyone uses them up. Like, I literally yeah. think in the morning, people just go, should I bring my hat today? Nah, Luke has a spare. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, buy tickets for the junior school concert Thursday, December 14th. And you can also watch slash support their rehearsal for a gold coin donation. So you can watch their rehearsal. It's pretty oh. nice. The rehearsal will be on during the day on a f- on the 14th at the Centenary Theatre. Centenary. Centenary. Uh, show A will be rehearsing at 11 a.m. and show B will be rehearsing at 1.30 p.m. That's nice. So we didn't have rehearsals, like, on the stage. Mm. In fact, the first time we saw the stage is when we walked on. And we didn't know where to go. We were just kind of like... Yeah, we just like... Uh, I remember, no, I was so scared. I was just like, what if I mess up? For yeah. some reason, I thought it was going to be one of those big audience for Circus de Soleil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I was wearing on. my jumper on. Oh, my and then I looked at that and I realised it was about like 50 or odd people. Yeah. And I'm just like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming up next is next week's episode. <laughs> Specialist point update. So we'll have like know which class is coming first, last, middle, you know, all that jazz. Second last, first mm. last, quarter last, a half point, three point nine last. Yeah, and also the second instalment of live from the container. Not in the container. Yeah, live not live from in the container. I love that saying. Live from live the container. container. We need to stop doing that. We interviewed a lot of teachers this week. This week. So in the next few episodes, we have interviews with, get ready, Miss Flack, the grade three teachers, Miss Petrides, and Kristen. That's that's nice. That's, that's a lot, lot of people. Teachers. It's going to be a jam-packed episode It's going to be week. a jam-packed episode. Speaking of week, this is our signing off mm-hmm. for the week. Please, thank you so much for listening to our mm-hmm. podcast. If this is the first episode that you've um, well, listened to, be sure to subscribe, follow us. Well, no, I'm not sure if you can. But, you know, do whatever you want. Download it. Um, tell your friends tell and Tell your friends and family. And, yeah. Yeah. Signing off, I'm Mitch. And I'm Luke. Bye. Bye.